This episode of Your Catholic Life is brought to you by Iowa Catholic Radio, connecting listeners with Christ, iowacatholicradio.com, and everywhere you are on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. Welcome in, everyone, to Your Catholic Life, a podcast for Catholics by Catholics, helping you grow in your faith. I'm John Leonetti, your host. Do you believe in miracles? If you don't, you might after this interview. My guest today is the mother of a son who is the first approved miracle through Fulton Sheen's intercession. Her son, stillborn after a healthy pregnancy, came back to life. Bonnie Engstrom, now the author of the book, 61 Minutes to a Miracle. And if you thought the first miracle was amazing, just wait for the second. I had the goosebumps the entire interview, friends. I can't wait for you to hear this. Here it is, my conversation with Bonnie Engstrom. Hi, Bonnie. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing just fine this morning. Before we talk about the miracle, uh, let's talk about the pregnancy. It was healthy from what I've read. Uh, Were there any indications at all that James Fulton was at risk of being stillborn? No, none at all. None at all. The entire pregnancy was healthy, um, and we we had fetal monitoring during the labor, and everything was perfect. In fact, I mean, the whole the whole night felt like we were about to experience something beautiful and Mm. great. You could feel it in the air. It just, I felt like I was in control, and everything was going to be wonderful. We. We had no idea what was coming. And he was stillborn. Uh, he was without a heartbeat for 61 minutes. Now, I, I can't imagine the turmoil. I've got two kids, one on the way, uh, coming in September. I can't imagine the turmoil and chaos you and your husband were going through during that time. But you did something. You both did something during those 61 minutes that saved your son's life. You prayed. And you asked the intercession of Fulton Sheen for a miracle. How? I mean, what what did you think to pray during those 61 minutes? Well, it was it was interesting. I really was going into a state of shock when it happened. You know, when I saw my son, he was blue. He, his arms and legs were dangling, and every sense of control that I had 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 just disappeared. But I remember sitting on my bedroom floor because James was born at home, and thinking and repeating in my head, Fulton Sheen, Fulton Sheen, Fulton Sheen. We knew we were going to name our son after Fulton Sheen. Mm-hmm. We had been praying for his intercession for months. And so it was just kind of this natural thing for me to, I think, in this state of shock, to go back to the one man who I had been calling on for all those months, you know. Um, my husband did an emergency baptism and um, called on Fulton Sheen in that time, too. And, you know, it was really, I feel like it was in those things that, that Bishop Sheen kind of came and stood with us. I mean, 61 minutes, down. Bonnie, is a long time. I mean, you, you, you can't give up hope. I'm sure you didn't, but I mean, there had to be temptations to, to give up hope. Was this kind of the last straw after this, these 60, 61 minutes? So we, I think my husband and I, we were both in shock, and we were just totally, we did not understand what was going on, but everyone around us understood what was going on. And James was expected to have massive organ failure. They, you know, believed that he would not live through the weekend. He mm. was born on a Thursday. And so, you know, he, and he would definitely not live through the week. If by chance he lived through the weekend, he would not live through the week. And so, but I don't think we really understood that in the moment. Um, and so, yeah, we just had dumb, blind hope. And we just trusted in God fully because, 
I mean, he's a miracle maker, right? Yeah. <laughs> right? And I think it was God gave us faith like a child when we would have never been able to have mustered that. Were there prayers you were saying out loud asking Fulton Sheen's intercession, or was this just kind of all in your heart and your your husband's heart? Sure. So in those 61 minutes, I think everything was, except for when my husband um, spoke his name during the baptism, I think everything else was very internal. We had another friend who was present, and she also, when she heard Travis say um, Fulton during the baptism, she also had just this powerful, prayerful, but internal connection with Fulton Sheen. But definitely in the hours, days, weeks, months that followed, there were um, daily all over the world, there were people who were praying for a miracle through the intercession of Fulton Sheen. I want to get to the second miracle in a second here, but I, I still want to stay at that 61st minute. Uh, there's a sure. heartbeat. What happens? Who announces that? What do you do? Oh, man. So... At the time, James was in the emergency room. My husband was in the hallway right outside the door. I was in the labor and delivery floor up above. Um, and, and honestly, all the doctors and nurses had stopped working on James to call time of death. Wow. They had given up. Every, everything was done that would have worked. You know, all windows of opportunity were closed. And so they stopped. All hands were off. And it was as soon as that happened that his heart just shot up to a healthy heart rate. And it never stopped again. So then it was all hands on deck. They stabilized James and transferred him up to the NICU there in the children's hospital. They were ready to announce the time of death. And they stopped working on him and his heart started miraculously beating. Yes. That's unbelievable. Yeah. That that is absolutely unbelievable. Bonnie Engstrom is my guest right now. Uh, Bonnie is the author of the book, 61 Minutes to a Miracle. We're talking about her son's miraculous story. Uh, He is a miracle. This has been approved um, through the intercession of Fulton Sheen. Let's talk about the second half of this, and you've kind of been alluding to it a little bit. I mean, if you didn't think this could get any more miraculous, friends, it did. Because uh, of these complications, Bonnie, you said, and you were preparing for James Fulton to grow up blind, unable to walk or talk, be fed by a tube for the rest of his life, but another miracle occurred. What happened? He's he's fine. <laughs> he's um, an eight-year-old boy today. Um, he had his first communion not too long ago. Um, you know, he rides his two-wheeler. He eats. He loves, that kid loves hot dogs, chicken nuggets. Um, you know, he's he's just a normal kid. He has struggles like normal kids. He has successes like normal kids. He's, Yeah. I mean, did the doctors tell you, you know, he's alive, but, you know, there's going to be a lot of complications because of Oh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. We we met with a lot of specialists, and each specialist prepared us for, you know, the cerebral palsy, what his his mental capabilities would be, Mm. um, what his feeding capabilities would, you know, they would not exist at all. There There was a long line of people that we spoke to especially in those early days in the NICU who, you know, none of them really had good news for us, but all of them have been proven wrong. (laughs) What's it like to be the mother of a miracle baby? Um, you know what? I feel like I am the mother of eight miracle babies. I have Mm. eight children and they're all gifts. And I, you know, I did nothing to deserve this. My husband did nothing to deserve it. Um, God has just, you know, decided to give us this vocation and so we just try to do the best we can to honor and serve him. I got to think that Fulton Sheen plays a little bit bigger of a role in your family now. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah I would yeah, think he, so. 
He's our go-to. Um, him and the Blessed Mother. So. Mm. You know, Bonnie, I, I've experienced a, a small miracle in our life as well, surrounding the birth of our first son. Uh, but I, I've also been told no by uh, Our Lady uh, and Our Lord many more times than we've been told yes. I want you for a second to speak to the person that may be thinking right now, well, why didn't a miracle happen for me? So first of all, I just want to say I am I am so sorry for the hurt and the pain. Um, I, I know we have this miracle of James, um, but we lost our first baby in a miscarriage. Mm. And when I saw signs of that miscarriage starting, I begged God for a miracle. Mm. I prayed and I begged. And God let that baby go, um, and that you know that was his that was his permissive will, and so so I know what it's like to also to ask for a miracle and to not get it, hmm. um, and it's heartbreaking. Um, and and honestly, it is incredibly difficult for Travis and I to look in the eyes of people who have suffered, who have lost children, who have not gotten their mir- miraculous healing or whatever it may be. Um, I did not deserve this. And so if you don't get your miracle, it's not that you didn't deserve it. It's not that you didn't pray hard enough. It's not that you weren't good enough. Um, you know, this is outside of all of our control. And, you know, the Lord gives and takes away. And blessed be the name of the Lord. The, the theme is what you're saying here is trust. And, you know, and, yeah. and we have to trust in the dark moments and trust in the bright moments. Um, you, you've you been given a bright moment. Uh, and, you know, he, you said he's eight years old now. And just like any other kid, uh, we praise God for that. And, and we thank, we thank uh, Fulton Sheen through his intercession for this miracle. Uh, it is approved. What does that mean? What it actually means is there's like a four-step process for being approved at the Vatican. Hmm. So, and we're actually only halfway through that process. But it has been, James's miracle has been unanimously approved by the medical experts and the theologians who advise the congregation for the causes of saints. Wow. So, yes. Uh, which, I mean, that's a huge deal. Um, and once the cause, um, you know, as it continues, hopefully, if it is God's will, then the um, the cardinals who sit in the congregation for the causes of saints, hopefully they will approve the miracle. And once that happens, it will go to Pope Francis. And if he approves the miracle, then um, that will be the miracle needed for Fulton Sheen's beatification. Unbelievable. I, I have to I assume you'd be there in the front row. Oh, man, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Bonnie Angstrom, I, I've had the goosebumps this entire interview, uh, the tears as well. I, I just, I appreciate you. I appreciate your writing about this and helping others that have gone through difficult times, but also others that are looking for miracles in their life, too. You give us a lot of hope uh, through your story and certainly help us to trust in Jesus Christ just a little bit more. Thanks for coming on, Bonnie. Praise God. Thank you. So there you have it, friends. How do I follow that? Here's what I'll say. The faith, the trust, miracles or not, that our Lord asks from us, asks from you, is all He desires. He will take care of the rest. Sometimes in miraculous ways. Other ways we may not ever understand. But one thing we see in the lives of the saints is that faith and trust in our Lord can never go away. Thanks to Bonnie Engstrom, my guest today. Powerful. Friends, make sure to share this and other episodes of Your Catholic Life on Facebook and Twitter, inviting your friends to take part in the show. Visit our website at yourcatholiclifepodcast.com as well. Thanks for tuning in today, friends. I am John Leonetti signing off here on Your Catholic Life. Remember, the only way to happiness is by holiness. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today.